This is Season 3, Episode 8. It's about having over 300 YouTube videos, over 325 to be exact, and counting. And I want to tell you what it's taught me, and why, if you have your own fiber arts business or fiber animal business, you might want to consider making 300 videos in the next three years also. So the first thing it taught me is to get a thick skin. People will comment awful things, but it is not actually to be bothered with. So there's a lot of things that happen on YouTube. I remember when I got my first thumbs down, I thought what? How, someone must have made a mistake. Someone must have made a mistake. Why would they thumbs down this video? It's not offensive. It's positive. There's no, uh, nothing, nothing negative about the video. But then the truth of the matter is you learn pretty fast. That's just the way it is. And it doesn't matter. Anybody can do anything. They can thumbs down you. They can spam you. They can comment whatever they want, whether you're live streaming, whether you're commenting, whether they're commenting on your videos. And the truth is, what most people don't understand is the way YouTube looks at all those comments is... Uh, it's positive because YouTube wants people to stay on YouTube longer. And so the more interactions and the more comments that are on a video, YouTube thinks, okay, people are interacting with this. People are watching this. YouTube wants people to be on YouTube. So what most people don't understand is that when they comment on your video, they're actually helping you out. So you get a thick skin and you realize, uh, unless you know the person, doesn't matter. Number two, quality get as good as you can. So the quality of the content matters more than the frequency of uploading. The audience tells you which videos they find to be valuable and of good quality. A poor quality video is harmful. Instead of posting a lesser quality video, just don't post. This one's hard. This one's really hard for me because when I switch to a Saturday, Monday release schedule on YouTube, it adds a whole lot of pressure because the rest of your life isn't going to stop. And people expect you to have those videos up on Saturday and to have those videos up on Monday. And so sometimes when life is rushing around and really kind of getting, I'm getting bombarded in life with things, the truth is it might, YouTube may fall by the wayside and the videos may fall by the wayside. And what I learned, especially when I was, we were buying uh, our newest property is that just don't post. Rather than post garbage, rather than post some half butt sort of video, just don't, just don't post. So number three, work hard, then you get to work harder. So the amount of time, effort, and skills required to make an income from YouTube, it's substantial. It requires your attention, it requires your consideration, it requires your focus, your creativity. Even on days when you lack each of those and you don't have motivation, YouTube demands a lot of attention. Because even if you have no schedule for posting your videos, yet you want to post videos, videos will still get comments. Those comments still need to be replied to. They still need to be acknowledged. Do you have to thumbs up? Do you have to thumbs down? You have to heart. And 
you may start into a conversation with somebody. So you may comment, you may reply to somebody's comment, and that may lead to 20 more uh, comments that you guys have going back and forth. So there's a lot of work in YouTube. There's a lot of time that's required for just simple editing of videos, just simple learning, um, the entire upload process, figuring out social media, where you want to share your videos, the skills with the skills required simply with understanding the medium of YouTube itself. It's like a totally, that's a, that's an entire set of skills. So YouTube is pretty demanding, but the cool thing is you are in control of it. So if you don't want to work hard, like if you don't want to respond to people's comments or you don't want to post videos until you feel like it, that's fine. But just don't expect to get the rewards. Number four, experiment with the medium. So YouTube is a creative social media platform. So creative risks are inevitable. YouTube is pretty cool because you can take some creative risks with your videos. And I've taken risks with my videos. And it doesn't sound like, I'm not talking about like dangerous risks, but just producing a kind of video or putting out a kind of video that's different. So I usually do how-to videos. Uh, videos that are explaining something. Videos that are sharing some bit of knowledge that hopefully help other Angora people and fiber artists continue or to learn or to somehow benefit, receive value from watching my videos. And I remember I, exp I experimented with vlogging a little bit. And it's kind of interesting to, to take a look back. I've been looking back through my videos and taking a look at those vlogs. And it's like, um, you know, just being able to creatively explore and do different things with a camera and with sound, with images. It's something that is, um, it's risky, but it also provides joy. Number five, patience. So videos often take months to build up momentum. Three months after a video is published, it may finally start gaining views. And the truth is some never do. A viral video isn't typical. Having a viral video on YouTube is not the typical experience. Having a channel that just suddenly blows up is really not a typical experience. There's a lot that goes into YouTube and some channels, they don't blow up. And some channels such as mine are just kind of steady. They just steadily keep growing. Nothing fast, just steady, just keep going. Number six, and the final thing I learned is give more than you get. So always give the most value you can to your viewers. Take the channel members. I'm sorry. Always give as much value as you can to your viewers, to the channel members. So to the people, because there's memberships on channels such as mine, I have three levels of membership. The obligation is to give even more. Give actually valuable content to those who support you. And so... A great example is, is giving more than you get is right now for my best bonus bunny level of membership on the Razzle Dazzle Rabbitry and Yarns LLC YouTube channel. If you're a best uh, bonus bunny member, you get the audio book of 
how to shear your Angora rabbit, the Razzle Dazzle shearing method for free. You get special videos, special blogs, I'm sorry, special vlogs. You get behind the scenes. You get special coupon codes for uh, the items that I have for sale at RazzleDazzleRabbitry.com. You get the business of bunnies, how to start and um, how to start an Angora rabbit an Angora Rabbitry and Fiber Arts Business from Home, the audiobook. You get that entire audiobook. And as I'm recording this podcast right now, I'm waiting for the upload of the Razzle Dazzle Shearing Method video, the entire principles of the Razzle Dazzle Shearing Method video to upload. And I get to share that with my best uh, Bonus Bunny members. So if you were to go out and you were to buy the ebook of the um, the shearing course, you can expect to pay around seven dollars. If you buy the ebook of the um, the Business of Bunnies book, it's it's give or take around seven dollars. So that's that gets you to fourteen. That's not bad, right? But then you buy the shearing course, and that's like $21. So already, just from those three things, I've given more value than what it actually costs to be a best bonus bunny member on my YouTube channel. So those are the things I've learned. And plus, you know what? Honestly, it just feels better. It just feels better to know that you have information, you've learned information, you're in possession of information, and you can give it to other people who have supported you. So thanks for listening to this podcast and we'll see you on the next one.